three of the tragedy of Merriam. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Tragedy of Merriam, the Fair Queen of Jewry, by Elizabeth Carey. Act three, scene one. Ferroras, Salome. Urge me no more, Grafina, to forsake. Not twelve hours since I married her for love. And do you think a sister's power can make a resolute decree so soon remove? Poor minds they are that honour not affects. Who hunts for honour, happiness neglects. You might have been both of felicity and honour too, in equal measure seized. It is not you can tell so well as I, what tis can make me happy or displeased. To match for neither beauty nor respects. One mean of birth, but yet of meaner mind a woman full of natural defects i wonder what your eye in her could find mine eye found loveliness mine ear found wit to please the one and to enchant the other grace on her eye mirth on her tongue doth sit in looks a child in wisdom's house a mother but say you thought her fair as none thinks else knows not ferreras beauty is a blast much like this flower which to-day excels, but longer than a day it will not last. Her wit exceeds her beauty. Wit may show the way to ill as well as good, you know. But wisdom is the porter of her head, and bars all wicked words from issuing thence. But of a porter better were you sped, if she against their entrance made defence. But wherefore comes the sacred Ananel, that hitherward his hasty steps doth bend? Great sacrificer, ye are arrived well, ill news from holy mouth I not attend. Scene two Ferreras, Salome, Ananel. My lips, my son, with peaceful tidings blessed, shall utter honey to your listening ear. A word of death comes not from priestly breast. I speak of life, in life there is no fear. And for the news I did the heaven salute and filled the temple with my thankful voice for though that morning may not me pollute at pleasing accident i may rejoice is herod then revived from certain death what can your news restore my brother's breath both so and so the king is safe and sound and did such grace in royal caesar meet that he with larger style than ever crowned within this hour jerusalem will greet I did but come to tell you, and must back to make preparatives for sacrifice. I knew his death your hearts like mine did rack, though to conceal it proved you wise. Exit. How can my joy sufficiently appear? A heavier tale did never pierce mine ear. Now Salome of happiness may boast. But now Federus is in danger most. I shall enjoy the comfort of my life and i shall lose it losing of my wife joy heart for constabarus shall be slain grieve so grafina shall from me be ta'en smile cheeks the fair Sileus shall be mine weep eyes for i must with a child combine well brother cease your moans on one condition i'll undertake to win the king's consent Grafina still shall be in your tuition, and her with you be ne'er the less content. What's the condition? 
let me quickly know that i as quickly your command may act were it to see what herbs on ophir grow or that the lofty tyrus might be sacked tis not so hard a task it is no more but tell the king that constabarus hid the sons of barbus done to death before and tis no more than constabarus did and tell him more that we for herod's sake not able to endure our brother's foe did with a bill our separation make though loath from constabarus else to go believe this tale foretold i'll go from hence in herod's ear the hebrew to deface and i that never study eloquence do mean with eloquence this tale to grace exit this will be constabar's quick dispatch which from my mouth would lesser credit find yet shall he not decease without a match for Miriam shall not linger long behind first jealousy if that avail not fear shall be my minister to work her end a common error moves not herod's ear which doth so firmly to his Miriam bend she shall be charged with so horrid crime as herod's fear shall turn his love to hate i'll make some swear that she desires to climb and seeks to poison him for his estate i scorn that she should live my birth to upbraid to call me base and hungry edomite with patient show her collar i betrayed and watched the time to be revenged by slight now tongue of mine with scandal load her name turn hers to fountains herod's eyes to flame yet first i will begin ferreras's suit that he my earnest business may effect and i of Miriam will keep me mute till first some other doth her name detect who's there Sylleus's man how fares your lord that your aspects do bear the badge of sorrow he hath the marks of Constabarus's sword, And for a while desires your sight to borrow. My heavy curse the hateful sword pursue, My heavier curse on the more hateful arm That wounded my Sylleus. But renew your tale again, Hath he no mortal harm? No sign of danger doth in him appear, Nor are his wounds in place of peril seen. He bids you be assured you need not fear, He hopes to make you yet arabia's queen oh, commend my heart to be Sylleus's charge tell him my brother's sudden coming now will give my foot no room to walk at large but i will see him yet ere night i vow exit scene three Miriam, sohemus sohemus tell me what the news may be that makes your eyes so full your cheeks so blue i know not how to call them ill for me to sure they are not so i hope for you herod but what of herod herod lives how lives what in some cave or forest hid nay back returned with honour caesar gives him greater grace than e'er antonius did foretell the ruin of my family tell me that i shall see our city burned tell me that i shall a death disgraceful die but tell me not that herod is returned be not impatient madam be but mild his love to you again will soon be bred i will not to his love be reconciled with solemn vows i have forsworn his bed but you must break those vows 
I'll rather break the heart of Miriam. Cursed is my fate. But speak no more to me, in vain ye speak, To live with him I so profoundly hate. Great Queen, you must to me your pardon give, So Hemus cannot now your will obey. If your command should me to silence drive, It were not to obey, but to betray. Reject and slight my speeches, mock my faith, Scorn my observance, call my counsel naught, Though you regard not what so Hemus saith, Yet will I ever freely speak my thought. I fear ere long I shall fair Mariam see in woeful state, and by herself undone. Yet for your issue's sake, more temperate be, the heart by affability is won. And must I to my prison turn again? Oh, now I see I was a hypocrite. I did this morning for his death complain, and yet do mourn because he lives ere night. When I his death believed, compassion wrought, and was the stickler twixt my heart and him. But now that curtain's drawn from off my thought, hate doth appear again with visage grim, and paint the face of Herod in my heart in horrid colours with detested look. Then fear would come, but scorn doth play her part, and saith that scorn with fear can never brook. I know I could unchain him with a smile, and lead him captive with a gentle word. I scorn my look should ever man beguile, or other speech than meaning to afford. Else Salome in vain might spend her wind, in vain might Herod's mother wet her tongue, in vain had they complotted and combined, for I could overthrow them all ere long. Oh, what a shelter is mine innocence, to shield me from the pangs of inward grief. Against all mishaps, it is my fair defence, and to my sorrows yields a large relief. To be commandress of the triple earth, and sit in safety from a fall secure, to have all nations celebrate my birth, I would not that my spirit were impure. Let my distressed state unpitied be, mine innocence is hope enough for me. Exit. Poor guiltless queen! Oh, that my wish might place a little temper now about thy heart! Unbridled speech is Mariam's worst disgrace, and will endanger her without desert. I am in greater hazard. O'er oh, my head the fatal axe doth hang unsteadily. My disobedience once discovered will shake it down, so he must so shall die. For when the king shall find we thought his death had been as certain as we see his life, and marks withal I slighted so his breath as to preserve alive his matchless wife, nay more, to give to Alexander's hand the regal dignity, the sovereign power, how I had yielded up at her command the strength of all the city, David's tower, what more than common death may I expect, since I too well do know his cruelty? To a death a word of Herod's to neglect, what then to do directly contrary? Yet, life, I quit thee with a willing spirit, and think thou couldst not better be employed. I forfeit thee for her that more doth merit, ten such were better dead than she destroyed. But fare thee well, chaste queen, well may I see the darkness palpable and rivers part, the sun stand still, nay more retorted be, but never woman with so pure a heart. 
thine eye's grave majesty keeps all in awe and cuts the wings of every loose desire thy brow is table to the modest law yet though we dare not love we may admire and if i die it shall my soul content my breath in mariam's service shall be spent chorus tis not enough for one that is a wife to keep her spotless from an act of ill but from suspicion she should free her life and bear herself of power as well as will tis not so glorious for her to be free as by her proper self restrained to be when she hath spacious ground to walk upon why on the ridge should she desire to go it is no glory to forbear alone those things that may her honour overthrow but tis thankworthy if she will not take all lawful liberties for honour's sake that wife her hand against her fame doth rear that more than to her lord alone will give a private word to any second ear and though she may with reputation live yet though most chaste she doth her glory blot and wounds her honour though she kills it not when to their husbands they themselves do bind do they not wholly give themselves away or give they but their body not their mind reserving that though best for others pray no sure their thoughts no more can be their own and therefore should to none but one be known then she usurps upon another's right that seeks to be by public language graced and though her thoughts reflect with purest light her mind if not peculiar is not chaste for in a wife it is no worse to find a common body than a common mind and every mind though free from thought of ill that out of glory seeks a worth to show when any's ears but one therewith they fill doth in a sort her pureness overthrow now mariam had but that to this she bent being free from fear as well as innocent End of Act Three.